Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everybody, welcome back to The Shift. Um, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening and supporting. Uh, I think my my uh, voice is a little off for this intro because, I don't know, I think I'm, getting, I think I'm a little, maybe a little sick or... I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if I'm sick or it's just the aircon in America. Because, like, you'd literally wake up with a sore throat after the aircon. So, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, I feel like my voice sounds a bit off for this intro, but... I am excited to introduce this episode. It's a little bit on the longer side because, of course, it's two Irish girls chatting. Irish girls, you know, we can chat for Ireland, uh, but it's really fun. And, um, of course, when you get the two of us together, we're going to we're gonna talk loads. So I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. And, as well, our guest. So, well, firstly, her name is Ruth Brady, okay? And so um, her family own Cool Swan, which is like a premium Irish cream liqueur. I hope I'm saying that right, liqueur, because I'm reading that now and I don't know. I'm uh, like as someone who's worked in the bar, <laughs> who had worked in the bar world for 15 years. I was always very insecure about how I was pronouncing that word. But you know me, I'm like audibly dyslexic and words are hard for me. So, um, but brilliant guest, you know, she works for her family and she travels around uh, promoting Cool Swan and going to bars and organise events and, you know, on all the marketing and everything. So uh, her parents obviously own the company um, and so she talks about what it's like to work for your parents and um, to be a part of a family business and um, the boundaries between like your mother being your boss but then being your mother, like where do you draw that line and like how do you talk to each other? What like when is it boss mom versus mom mom? um and yeah and then we also talked a bit about like obviously dating and uh ruth is gen z as well so it's really fun to talk to someone who's you know irish and younger and coming over to new york and doing their thing uh so very inspirational um i just love i i love i love gen z <laughs> i'm just gonna say it such a like a generation that's gonna save the world very confident lovely lovely to to chat to her and god um you know would would wouldn't have thought she was 21 when she said it so really cool like really inspirational doing great stuff and uh make sure to follow her and obviously follow cool swan as well and what else oh she also talked about irish dancing as well so um that was a lot of fun as well uh, So that's towards the end of the episode and her experiences with that um but if you want to see the video for this it is on the patreon i am going to i'm you know i'm going to reach out to someone about potentially working on like an instagram for the shift and clips and you know, I had been putting the videos on YouTube and then I kind of stopped for a while. So I'm thinking about trying to bang up a few more of them there. 
and but keep it like a month early on the patreon for the videos and obviously the full videos are always there too um so yeah that that's up now on patreon i just put that up there so patreon forward slash the shift fog jesus and i mean it's been how many years lads how many years and i still struggle on forward slash the shift podcast it's just too many s's for me um so uh, yeah it's a pay what you want as well which that i might change i've been saying this for years but i might change to a theater a theater level um and i put up a solo podcast last week um which one of the listeners said that i was very warrior in so i think that's what they said let me go back and look let me go back and read no sorry viking spirit um so yeah if you want to go listen to that um, i just talk about kind of like working in a male dominated field um and yeah and then i always talk about what i'm watching movies shows because I, I have the cinema pass over here so i go to cinema i love the cinema and i love movies and love tv shows so i'm always talking about that as well so that's up there in the solo episodes and um lastly but not least if you are stateside west coast um please jesus christ go to the shows arizona and san diego um it's far like to go over there as well so i sometimes like anyway i'm just i'm nervous with flying over to the west coast because from the west coast then i fly to new york and then fly back to ireland within the states like 24 hours and i'm just the flights have been a bit crazy over in america so i'm a little nervous it's gonna be like a big long haul of traveling um but hopefully you guys can come out to the shows and it'll it'll be so much good crack uh i just did dc and honestly was really happy like thank you to everybody who came out it was a great turnout and just such a brilliant audience i i ended up doing way more time than i was supposed to because i was having so much fun um so yeah so thank you and please if you're, you're based in chandler arizona um i have no confidence saying any american place names but chandler arizona i think um that's on the 24th so we fly in we do that and obviously i'm co-headlining with tori piskin and you guys have heard her on the podcast she's brilliant so uh, and leland is gonna host the show as well so look fucking a team and then um san diego we have the 28th uh and they're both at this place called mike drop comedy so yeah if you, if you know anybody in san diego let them know uh i should really like hit up some irish network because I, I did that for dc and they're really nice and got back to me so shout out to irish network in dc and shout out to irish network in nyc because they're always brilliant and will always be like oh yeah if you want to tag us post away so um just yeah that's it's a really nice like resource to have and that they support irish people um so yeah even if you know any god if you know any san diego or arizona irish networks let me know and then really excited this is the big one to be back in ireland i'll be doing a new show so if you came out in january it's a completely new show that i've been working on um and I would love, I would love you guys to come out. And you know, um, it's Cork, uh, the Comedy Cavern, and then Dublin. So we're sorry, Dublin is first. Dublin's the sixth, or Jesus Christ, Dublin's the fifth. Um, and that is in Stitches Comedy. Um, and uh, so in Stitches Comedy, you can check them out on Instagram, or I have the link in my bio, and I have the link here in the description as well. It's just a link tree, and then you can go down. And it'll say like where, where, and you can go from there, but. That's um in Dublin on the fifth, and then on the sixth we go to Cork, and uh that'll be the comedy cavern. So really looking, I'm really excited to headline Cork because that was the first Cork was the first city I ever did comedy in in Ireland. So I I've, I've probably already said this to you guys, but that'd be really nice. So it feels like a nice kind of like 
go, like a goal you know like oh it's nice to come back in headline um and uh and that was actually I got to do a spot on Damien Clark's show and he was headlining and then it was nice last year I went and did his club um and it was nice then to go and like headline his club like again so it's these nice like what's that word like circling or I don't know there is a way of saying that I can't think of it now but um but yeah so uh, this year in Dublin though I'm doing uh, I'm doing a different club because I'd already done Wheelins I'd already done uh, Crack Den so I'm going to do in, in Stitches and I thought that'd be kind of nice to like try a different club so I'm, I'm really excited so it's new it's new uh, hour and then uh, and then lastly um, uh, if you are based in New York I'll get the ticket link up soon as well for the Irish show so for the next few months we've got some amazing Irish comedians uh, flying out so that will be able to fly out to do the show so thank you to Tullamore uh do do however it's pronounced i feel like it's pronounced differently here versus home but uh um for next month actually october 17th is going to be justine stafford so she's coming out um so great really excited then damien damien clark is flying out for or damo clark sorry for uh november jer staunton for december and um a couple of other great people as well for next year as well so that's with the dead rabbit for october it's exciting as well because johnny candon just happens to be in new york so he's also going to do the show so a very irish heavy show on october um uh but yeah so um make sure to keep an eye out for that but other than that i love you all and enjoy this episode and i'll uh i'll talk to you next week hey everybody uh <laughs> welcome to the shift uh today's uh, a really great gra- today's a really great guest i don't know how to say great uh but it's root brady right yes that's it yeah, i had to look brady up your last name today because <laughs> they sent me the tickets for you and i was asleep though they were asking for your email and then um they were asking for your name and i woke up half asleep being like i know it's root but i, I can i, can <laughs> What's I say her last can name? i say root cool swan <laughs> oh my god yeah i so have I such a the email an email. email okay love well i had a guy so I had just a funny story about like a well, I say funny story about a stalker that I acquired. In <laughs> that is the most Irish sentence. <laughs> yeah, it was really hilarious. I mean, he got murdered. <laughs> like, oh my god, story of my life. But I, this is how I've been playing it up at Ireland. I've been like, oh yeah, a really funny story. But this guy basically who I like met in a liquor store. Who when I went back to the liquor store, he was there again. Um, because as we're gonna get into, I work in the drinks industry. Anyway, we'll get into that. Um, but he was like. He was like, oh, well, I knew your first name was Ruth, but like I had to look up the company and your mom and stuff. And then I found your last name and I was like, oh, my God. Wait, I'm confused. He was just standing outside and he was like. No, he was like, he he's just like in this like liquor store. He like must be from the area or something. And I had been in talking about like the brand. And, uh, and then he yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to do some serious digging. He literally did some serious digging. But not only that, then he was like, oh, yeah, I saw you were in. And then like listed like, like places I had been in New York. And I was like. Um, no that's terrifying slightly terrifying but I'm here to tell the tale so we're fine <laughs> he's like a girl's whatsapp group you know and you're like oh I saw this guy six foot seven he goes to my local liquor store and they're like we're on it <laughs> no 100% no I like I live with like Irish sailors now so I just like said some of them and they were like don't worry it was like perfect we're yeah good. I mean I, I remember hearing a story of like back in the day of um this woman had a had met this guy but then they were abroad when they met and then they went home and she hadn't gotten his information but she like knew where his family worked so her, her mother like went on a deep dive oh found the family business <laughs> called them and was like if your son is interested but anyway they got married 
Oh this my. was like back like long long time ago yeah they got married oh and my god they sorry were together forever okay I love that story I'm not gonna marry my like creepy liquor store <laughs> yeah. guy but I do <laughs> this is I where I dated <laughs> this is where I dated so many crazies because of stories like that I'm like well he is tying me up in his basement but like true love <laughs> yeah you're like but I heard this one story where it did work yeah. so like I'm gonna give it a go <laughs> he just really loves me <laughs> that's how they express it in America it's just different to Ireland that's it <laughs> yeah 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 in Ireland it's you don't know for years if they even like it sorry well so. I was I actually had a conversation with an Irish boy the other day because I was like over I feel like in the states as well Irish girls just want to get with Irish guys because yeah. like I feel like American boys are so different yeah but Irish boys self-admittedly like want nothing to do with Irish girls when they're over here so it's just a yeah. bad <laughs> it's it's a weird it's a weird thing because it's like I I think mm, I don't know what the right word is for mm. it but they get really stunning American girls and American girls let them away with their bullshit because of the accent yes whereas they can't fool us and then they're, they're kind of like um, seeing a- any other woman that's not Irish as oh different, or it's just 100%. so it's so shitty as well because you're like, well, we're coming with the same band level, yeah, we're coming with the same crack, uh, which I realize I just said the same thing twice. I but, mean, uh, they're really <laughs> you, important. You adjusted it to the British and then the Irish, the banter, <laughs> crack. It was we got it. No, that going on. Yeah, uh, there's not a word for it in America, by the way. Then <laughs> yeah. 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 good old time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you're coming with the same culture, so yeah. like you don't even realize how much Irish culture like because we just grew up in Ireland until you move here and you're like oh you don't do even things like it's polite to say no but you should force me to have you know what I mean yeah. like those oh, sort of things oh my god so true or like the other I mean just thing. with drinks and food and stuff yeah. not else. <laughs> nothing else <laughs> so true. nothing else go you will you will you will um no like the other thing I find is that we're always saying as much as I feel like Irish girls don't really want to like date American guys over here they American guys are really forward, which, like, Irish guys are just... I've never known one Irish guy to, like, tell me what he actually thinks. In Ireland, anyways. <laughs> no, it's true. You could be beating around the bush with an Irish guy for months. Like, then you'll get with someone and then they'll get drunk one night and be like, yeah, I really liked you. And mm-hmm. you're like, you, you didn't tell me you didn't for tell a whole me year. Like, literally. And now I'm already with someone else. And, yeah, and it's like, ship has sailed. And I think that it's almost like they... But the Irish guys can be confident with the American girls. I don't know if that's because they aren't like meeting them with the same kind of coy like crack or like no and they don't know like I've heard American guys say you don't know what Irish girls if they actually like you because it's like they're yeah. roasting you yeah <laughs> like, so no true. no that means I like you oh my god I'm so guilty <laughs> yeah so I think that American girls like you'd see it on these like too hot to handle or whatever yeah you know they just go up and they're like I like you uh, oh, and yeah. you're like what I, that's just it's so I, know. I could never do that no same oh my god I literally and like I have like American friends over here who'd just be like shoot your shot or whatever and I'm like I would literally rather lay down in the road yeah. before I went up to a guy and I was like hey yeah. really like you or whatever like what and I've like and I've been told by them shoot your shot yeah like exactly that way like shoot your shot and then I've been shot down and then you <laughs> So what the fuck? No, I'd rather go back to my koi. Yeah, we'll I go back to though. our country, our culture of not. I I was, uh, I've told this story before in the podcast, but I was shot down by a guy who he was definitely flirting with me heavily. We hung out okay. a few times. Okay. And um, he was like, you're exactly like my ex-girlfriend. And, you know, he was always like, give me compliments and stuff. Okay. But 
we also were both comedians and I think he was really nervous of the fact but one time mm. we were really drunk and now here this is I don't think it's actually good anymore to just lean in for a kiss because I think it's Agreed. better maybe to ask before yeah. like even just for men with women because it's just better because then sometimes the person might feel the pressure to kiss you yeah. he did not though and he had an accent he was from a different country but he was like no <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, whoa, okay, I guess I read that wrong. But in oh hindsight, God, I no. don't think I read it wrong. I think no. he should have had a bit more cop on and like what yeah. he was saying or how he was. But we stayed friends afterwards. It was grand. Okay. I thought it was funny. So okay, yeah, nice. I think yeah. you, you got to go through life getting rejected. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> as hard as that is for an Irish girl to take, we'll, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll have to take that one on board. Yeah. Um, you, wait, you were saying you were talking to an Irish guy. What was that you said? I was saying, what did I say? Oh yeah, I was saying I was talking to like an Irish guy, like a friend of mine yeah. who I was just like, what is the crack over here? I think actually he had been asking me like, oh have you been on any dates in America or whatever and we kind of went on like a deep dive into the topic and I was just like can't hack the American men so far yeah <laughs> I case. mean I felt like that and I dated a lot of like uh even just not Irish but just like immigrants um yeah, yeah so I did I did I did take a good bit of Irish over here as well though in fairness but I will say I even thought about this last night with Leland like yeah like you know I'm such like an Irish person that I'm yeah. like god if he dies now and i'm not even thinking about poor him oh dying god. i'm thinking like oh i'll never I, I like i'm just i'm thinking like i'll never have a easygoing man like him again which is awful i'm thinking about no. how i'll be affected no, in this that, scenario he's dead that is actually i feel like that's so irish girl of you or something or even like the i bastard know went and died on me yeah. fuck him like literally what am i to do now but just but, like because yeah. you'll hear other friends talking about their relationships or whatever and i, I i'm always like oh god thank god because it's just like really and I, I have to say this is definitely something about him being American is yeah. he, he has the chill of the Irish yeah he does actually have the banter level it just took we were laughing about it last night because I was like I a picture came up on my phone and we were like three months dating at this stage and it was him uh like out for dinner but he was so socially awkward and so especially with women that he fancied like you know yeah very shy and very uncomfortable um, which is great. I've no worry of him even. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But no, he. Uh, I remember being on that, being like, "This man doesn't talk." Like, <laughs> and it, you know, we're now it's like over. That was so we're together like two years and six months now or oh something like that. God. But we were laughing about it last night. He was like, "I'm glad you took it out." But it, he actually is like the best. We have the best laughs. We have the best crack. But it just took a while for that to come out, and yeah. I feel like sometimes american men can be a bit more reserved like yeah. irish are just everybody's banter yeah so maybe sometimes as irish women we don't give these nice american guys a chance no i think that we actually are guilty of that or like maybe i'm guilty of that because like all the girls now look i work like i'm just basically like constantly at work but because it's like a family business so it's kind of like can i turn off but um a lot of my friends like in America like went on hinge dates and like got really obsessed with like all these different guys and they were like they're just so nice and like American boys always pay for things and they're really polite and like they are much more confident like they will just be like we're going on a date whereas yeah. like I've known Irish guys just be like yeah we're going for coffee like a million times but like yeah. no one knows if it's a date or what yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're like we best friends? what are we doing <laughs> um but I just haven't actually like fully embraced it yet but I'm saying all this now here and next time you'll talk to me I'll be like so I met an American (laughs) I do think too it's nice if you can if you can give them a moment to have the banter like to open up they are better at communicating their feelings that 
100%. Which also can be bad too because then they sometimes can be better at manipulating you with oh their God. feelings. Does that make sense? <laughs> that does make sense like, actually. I find like, uh, but I do feel like if you get a good one like with Leland, there's no, he's not embarrassed and it makes you not embarrassed. Like even from the start, it was like, why would I be embarrassed like opening up or talking about my feelings? And it's yeah. not like trauma bonding. Like I do think sometimes you have to watch out for that, but it's just like, yeah, yeah I like you. I think you're great. I'm so lucky. Or like he's still to this day will give me compliments and tell me and and all that stuff you're like actually I do like that you know we like to say in Ireland oh I don't want the compliments or but actually when you have it you're like this is really nice yeah no I can actually imagine that and I feel like that's the thing because at home because they're kind of like not forthcoming with how they feel it just like makes you fully go into yourself and you like don't and that probably just like develops I actually have been saying that that like just since like I travel a lot with work and everything now and it's like when I was in college I kind of feel like there was more I don't know I feel like I was a little bit more conscious in like changing things I did for the outside world whereas now I'm very like I feel a bit more in my own skin since I've like lived away it's so true I think everybody should travel because oh hugely I even when um my sister my younger sister was here uh I was like oh here let me take a photo there of you and she was like oh no like I don't want you know people to be looking and I was like to be honest in New York there's so much going on no one's ever looking at you and then she was like oh okay and then she took the photo and she was like do you know what this is actually we were both talking about she was like it's really refreshing because she's coming from a small town where Mm -hmm. people will be looking at and it's not she's not imagining it I remember growing up and people would be like like you get embarrassed for other people secondhand embarrassment where it doesn't exist in New York in New York you walk down the road dressed as a pigeon and they're like you do you literally they're like oh cool or like even yeah what's it the naked cowboy and people are like I want a photo with him I literally know that's um that is so so true because just like even I'm trying to think oh yeah do you know my big example of this when I go home now is I there's a Gaelic team in New York, ODR, um, and I like teach them Pilates, and I teach them Pilates in Central Park. Wow. And to say that I could not do that yeah. in St. Stephen's Green, like I taught Pilates in Trinity, but if you actually asked me, they used to ask me to do classes outside in the Rose Garden, and I was like, um, I think it's raining that day. Yeah. Like, I just can't really. I know, no. you would be mortified. Oh my God, like I just couldn't do it unless they had like paid and were within four walls <laughs> it's like don't want strangers and I will say I I think so let's say my example is with comedy I would have never thought about doing comedy yeah. in Ireland. and then obviously I did it here and then going back was kind of nerve-wracking because you'd be like oh you know you have this thing like are people judging and you'd hear mm-hmm. stories from home like people judging or whatever because sometimes people yeah. are like there's like that bit of attitude like who does she think she is and but actually I feel like when you just own who you are I think in fairness the Irish who like that come out like they respect it and like even when I did my hours like everybody was there they weren't like they were they came they came yeah. to shows they were supportive they were like yeah you're talking about anything it yeah. wasn't like coming up to me afterwards being like can't believe you're fucking talking about that 100 was like yeah so i feel like sometimes when you bring that energy then people like that surround you if that makes sense no absolutely i think as well like from a business perspective and i know that like everyone this seems to be like a universal thing but for me like the job i'm doing like essentially i I'm the global brand director for Cool Swan. So like I, like in New York, you know, I'm like going into stores and like pubs and like talking to the owners and doing brand education and stuff. I would never 
do that in Ireland. I mean, I have now because I did, I got yeah. up the experience in America and then I could like kind of transfer it back. But like the thought of just going in at home and being like, hey, is the manager here? Like, yeah. That's just not how things are done. Whereas here, like the second question that everyone asks you is like, okay, what do you do? Yeah. And it's just, but there's none like at home, I don't know, you almost have to like small talk, like, you know, don't like just, yeah. you know, don't be kind of like doing something out on your own. Like just keep it. Keep it cool. It's also though, like on the other hand side of it, that politeness or that kind of always being aware of other people makes the people kind of thoughtful. One, yeah. Because there's this girl on TikTok. I'll I'll share her name in the uh, because I'm I can't remember what her handle is. Mm. But I started following her after she had experienced a horrible time in Italy, and then she's living in Turkey. She's American, but I was Mm. like, oh, that's how I'd seen the video, uh, uh, you know, of her bad time in Italy. Yeah. And then I just started seeing her videos and I was like, oh, I really like her vlogs. Yeah. So then she actually went to Ireland and I was like, oh, God, oh, God, I hope she has a good experience because she'd already been like had a bad experience. And, yeah. But she had such a and she's the first to like call it out. And she yeah. had like she was saying about how she was in a hotel and the um the breakfast they didn't pay for it to be included but she went downstairs and she was like is it okay if we just pay for it now and he was like oh that's actually we're not able to do that but you know what just go in and have it and she was like oh no I want to pay and he was like we're not able to do it just have it for free like but I love that because it's such an Irish thing of like Mm. I'd rather you eat 100 our system because I'm sure it's maybe a thing that they already it's already done through uh, like there's no cash thing maybe yeah. it was one of those like there yeah. was no way to pay for it but it's just like I, I you know I just feel like that that Ireland can be very hospitable and very caring and I and so like, there's like it's weird there's like perks and like I'll, I'll literally give out to America like I'll, I'll be like to Leland <laughs> oh America does this but then I'll be like oh but then America and then vice versa yeah, like, yeah, yeah. with at home and like what I actually like keep saying about home and like people from home when I'm over here is like there is like nowhere better in the world to be Irish I feel than in New York like Mm -hmm. I'm just obsessed with it but that I don't think is a reflection on like what Irish people are like in Ireland I think it might be a reflection on like when you grow up or when you're around the same set of people you like you kind of get this image of you I felt like anyway I had this image of me created because I was like you know around the little society in Trinity and I did a few things and there was almost just this like image that then when I came away I was like is that yeah is that actually what I do you know what I mean and that was a part of the not being able where now I'm grand I could go in at home and be like hey this is cool swan but before I probably would have been a bit like oh god like they don't really think that I do this and like they kind of think of me this way so I don't really want to you know no I think you you can't find yourself Uh, like uh, you do find who you are when you move away no one because you're like you're fine what you like there's no one dictating it there's no one watching there's no fear of like oh, if I do this, like, it's going to be passed around the town or whatever. Yeah, that's just freedom one. to, like, fail. Yeah, oh, freedom to fail. <laughs> Even that's if it's your personality. Yeah. Like, well, actually, yeah. you know, I'm funny and I never get to be funny, so let me yeah. try that. Or do you know what I mean? Like, No, things, 100%. I found in Ireland, like, I would say things quietly and then my boyfriend at the time would say it out loud and people would laugh, but... I would have said it and no one would have noticed. And it was something oh I noticed. I kind of was just like, oh, that's like... um. Like, it's nice that I said something funny, but yeah. then, so, or like, um, my dad's like the funniest person in the world. Okay. So he just had the best story. So he was okay. always storytelling. Um, and it wasn't until I came over here and I had, uh, friends who weren't Irish and I'd be just telling stories and they were literally like, you should do comedy. Like you're like, and they'd be laughing and stuff, but it was the first time I had that space yeah. because I think everybody's funny in Ireland. Everybody That's tells a true. story. So I never really, 
and I was very I had a lot of anxiety and I wasn't like as yeah. confident but coming over and like making new friends yeah. and yeah so I, I completely agree with you I think you can literally find out who you really are when you just get out of your bubble yeah and it sounds like kind of cliche but I just keep saying that to everyone that I'm like I can't express how much it just like it's that it's more like I almost felt that sometimes I was changing what I did to like yeah. match an outside perception whereas now I'm like oh I don't know I feel much more like in my own yeah. like, head unapologetically and kind of doing, you yeah. yeah just doing my own thing so yeah it's very free and so what's it like so we have cool yes, swan that's your it's a oh. coffee liqueur is that how you say so it's a it's a, an Irish cream liqueur so it's a single malt Irish whiskey blended with white Belgian Why chocolate did I say and fresh cream liqueur sorry I because don't know where <laughs> Because I think when we were talking, well, actually, we yeah. met over coffee, and I kept being like, "Throw it in your coffee later." That's probably um, yeah. No, look, obviously, it's amazing in coffee. It's a family-owned business, so it's it's so funny. I give the pitch so many times a day, so whenever I hear myself saying it, I've obviously said it a million times. So I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, everybody's heard this." But yeah, so it's like all natural, like all made in Ireland, family-owned, um, and it's kind of you know the answer to like a premium in the cream liqueur category mm. um so that'd be like our gap and yeah it's really 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 fun working with them I mean interesting working with a family business but really fun yeah. and has that been your whole life yeah so that's everyone I actually could so easily solve this answer where people are like to me oh um when was it set up and I'm like um because I just <laughs> obviously always remember being there and obviously I could just like either google it or ask my parents but yeah like my whole life it's so funny like I just remember being like tiny kids like probably not even really knowing what <laughs> what we were yeah. selling and we'd just be like carted all around the country like we used to go to like you know the taste of Waterford the taste of Donegal like the taste of I remember we used to love going to the one in Kenmare we went all over the UK like we did shows in Oxford and Scotland and stuff and yeah people be like what do your parents do and I would just be like oh I don't know there's like we like we <laughs> they sell this like thing called Cool Swan <laughs> like my dad has a farm I don't, I don't really know so your dad but, yeah. is a farm and your mom did yes. you, so your mom married into the farm yeah was it whose idea to decide to make this yeah liqueur? so it's a bit so my mom like worked with Diageo and had like drinks industry experience and then my dad like had and um, his brothers cows. had like cows <laughs> yeah so basically when you pair the two together guys you get a world-class uh, cream liqueur but yeah That's mom's so from Blackrock which is why because mm-hmm. I'm like from Navin yeah. in Meath but everyone's like you're not from Navin and I'm like I'm like my mom's from Black Rock. She you didn't let us. You have speak. a Black Rock accent, by the way. Even when you, I was like, yeah, you're from Dublin. And when you said me, there was like, you've told me you're from Mead, but it doesn't ac- stick. It doesn't stick. But you, you know, it, Black Rock is D four, right? Black Rock's D four. So yeah. I, I'm gonna have to play this episode to Please. a guy. Yesterday he was doing. He's a comedian and he was doing an Irish accent and he he did. It was very Colin Farrell. I was like, that's, that's good really good. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, I can't do yours. It's too like you know like I think mine's very flat it's very Kildare yours very, is yeah, yeah 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 and then uh he was like what are the other accents and I was like oh you should you know you should try D4 <laughs> but he was like what and I was like I don't even know how to but yes you yeah. can just play this to him yeah, yeah it's so bad because like I know people with like obviously shocking D4 accents and they're like no yours is worse than mine and I'm like <sighs> I don't know I don't think yours is yours is, there's definitely words that come out it's yeah. like with me, there's words that come out that sound Longford, but just because my family lived there. So, okay, like, if I say... that's what it is. 
like I say Cavan like Cavan oh Cavan because I'm from Navin so we're like bowl school and I'm like doing it with a black rock accent it sounds no you definitely have a a mix but it definitely leans to D4 for sure yeah it does it does and it's like it's just a funny I think it's more just like a thing where people are like oh my god she's actually from Navin like that's hilarious and she talks like that and I'm like I know Tommy Tiernan's from Navin oh Tommy Tiernan Pierce Brosnan Hector we've listen girl me oh. cool swan yeah, cool swan and so your so your mom's from black rock and mm-hmm. then she met your dad how'd you meet your dad oh he's the farm in navin so such a fun this, this is like a, a fun... this is like a rom-com you know oh. like from different worlds no literally from different worlds <laughs> she's gonna kill me because she's gonna be like i was born in limerick but i'm like raised in black rock um, um for american listeners Yes. Black Rock is the Upper East Side of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Mum! Yeah, you're from and the Upper East. <laughs> Navin is like he he's, lives in Nebraska. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> with the corn. <laughs> we don't have so corn, true. but just the cows. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Upper East Side, we've Nebraska. Yeah, my mum is. To be honest, my mum's like a bit of an icon. Like, obviously, she's a female CEO, which is like enough of a being an icon in and of itself. But she actually how she tells the story is like one year her and like her younger sister were just like we're gonna go to every party like we're not saying no to any invite like she was in her early 30s and she was just like we're really gonna go for it and like they just had the wildest year like their stories are so funny um and then one thing that came up was Navin Rugby Club which like my dad would be really 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 involved in. Oh was your dad in his 30s as well? Yeah no they were like no proper like if they're like a modern couple. (laughs) Oh so much but sure my because I have two sisters and my mom would be like there are to be no boyfriends like there's she's like get out see the world (laughs) we're like okay um but yeah so my mom got tickets for this dinner dance in Navin Rugby Club which apparently was like nationally renowned so they really wanted to go down and sorry do you know what she actually went down without tickets but her brother had tickets and somebody was like to her oh you need to tap see that man over in the corner there tap him on the shoulder he runs it he'll give you tickets and she's always like I tapped him on the shoulder and then orchestras played and all this so it was obviously my dad it was my dad dad. yeah so he was running it so he sorted her tickets but it's so funny then because when they tell the story now whenever they ended up getting together and my mum was like first retelling the story he was like oh yeah I remember like you were in a red dress and my mom's like I was not in a red dress and I remember who was in a red dress and it wasn't me so um yeah it's a bit of a it is a meet cute the best with their memory though yeah they're not not the best with memory or logic and they say girls logic uh and I know it's a whole thing girl math but like literally no I I even said this Leland's I can't remember what the situation was but I was like that makes zero the amount of times I go that makes zero sense and then he'll just laugh and he's like yeah I don't know like there's no like so forward thinking no. with men. They're in the moment. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I wish I remember what it was, but I remember being like, that's mental. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love how unapologetic as well. Cause like, I just watched my dad like, when mum would be saying that and he'd be he'd like laugh at yeah. his own mistake whereas if that was a girl did it to a guy we'd be like oh my god I'm so sorry and like trying yeah. to make it up to them that we like mistook them but yeah guys are just like oh lol yeah, yeah, yeah. you weren't in a red dress ground anyway next yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's a, it's a good way to be in yeah fairness. it is yeah um, so then, notes. and then they decided to uh, so to get together yeah, obviously to get when together did, when did she approach about the when did she come up with the idea about Cool Swan yeah Cool Swan was just like something that kind of like came up for them like along the way as they were like I don't even know when I think about it I'm like how did this even like fit yeah. in like how did it because I really remember like I remember it growing up as kids I remember it being there and 
whatever but it never I don't think that they really intended on it getting so big and like Mm -hmm. running it and like doing all this it was just one of those things where like I remember particularly it's a family business right so like sometimes you've times that you're a bit like oh my god like is it gonna keep going like because both like my mom's the CEO and my dad's the COO so like we're very you know like knee deep in it like my two sisters are in college and they definitely won't touch off it or work with them but (laughs) I ended up getting roped in so um you know we're really involved but yeah it's just been it's been a bit it's it's kind of like a wild thing that I never fully appreciated until maybe until now I kind of got it in college like I remember being like okay like I guess I did get to like meet so many people and do so many cool Mm -hmm. things growing up and that I really took for granted but now I'm like Jesus it's class like I'm traveling around the world like you know absolutely yeah what's it like though working with your family like though is it is you know is it good or do you feel like you clash heads sometimes is it hard to because I guess it depends like I'd love to Mm. I could I could see myself working with my dad, but also yeah, yeah I could see clashing heads a bit on like you know because yeah. it's like like in but I don't know yeah I don't know actually it's, it's just a hard one because you're I find that the way people behave with their family yeah. can be their best and worst self yeah you know like there'd be things that your sisters or brothers would do and. They're not going to do that outside the house. So, like, there'll be things your sisters and brothers could say to you yeah. that you'll forgive. You'd never forgive anybody else. See, So it must be hard then when you throw in work because whereas if your boss is like, no, I don't agree with that, mm. you could be like, well, you're my mother. You should like my idea. So it's, it is the weirdest dynamic, like, literally that. It's the weirdest dynamic. And honestly, like, props to my parents for, like, working so closely together and, like, being happily married because I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I... It's weird, right? Because it's the... My mum's always like, oh, no, HR laws apply with you, haha. And it is true. Because it's like, well, like, when am I going to be like, it's too early for the call or it's too late for the yeah. call? And vice versa, to be fair. Like, obviously, you know, if I have a question, I can kind of contact her anytime. Yeah. Um, or whatever it is that comes up. But it's a strange dynamic. Because, like, you could be on a call and then, you know, something could come into your mind about, like oh, did you also email about that, like, separate dinner thing, like, for your aunt or whatever? And it's a bit like, oh, or, like, I remember when I started, like, this gig, like, the Global Brand Director, like, we just kept getting confused as to whether, like, we'd get into a fight and then mum would be like, but are you actually talking to me as your boss or as your mother? (laughs) And I'd be like, oh, yeah, we have to make that distinction now. Um, But at the same like it definitely lets you get more out of it. And, like, that's what's so exciting now about Cool Swan is, like, the team's, like, really tight and like really young and like you know I'm there mum's there dad's there so it's like so full of passion and energy and like it's really showing like you know we're really hitting these markets and it's just flying and people are like upset like when I walked into a bar and I'm like oh yeah it's my parents like New York love the hustle like they're like oh my god like they literally are just like whoa but like one funny story is like I was out in Dublin with one of the guys who works in the office recently and John was like to me oh yeah like your mum's gas like if she thinks of something she'll like do it on the spot and I was like oh yeah 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 and he was like yeah you know the other day when you were in London and I was like yeah and he was like yeah we had a sales meeting and I was like right and he was like yeah and do you remember she like called you to talk about like your flight to New York or something and I was like yeah and he was like uh yeah she had that on speaker and I was like what I was like I thought she I was like what was I talking about and he was like because I remember she rang me and she was like you don't need to check in a bag and I was like well maybe I do need to check in a bag and she was like no you don't and I was like what about my shampoo <laughs> and he was like yeah we heard all that I was like, yeah you, li- you literally have to have these boundaries now where you you got to be like 
Uh, okay, before I say any more, am I on speaker? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you have to be like, is am I talking to mother or boss? No, literally, <laughs> like the, the, the opposite. What she? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, no! I remember like when I was in New York, uh, like a month or two ago, I had like a really bad sinus infection, and I remember I called her one night, and I was like, I am not calling you as my boss. Like I'm calling you as my mom because the other thing is, if work is like tiring you or anything, you don't call your boss and talk about it. You call your mom, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, I'm so wrecked. Yeah. And she's just like my font of all knowledge. Like she's just like done it all and seen it all so when I was the auditor of the law society in Trinity like that woman was like she was like second in command you know she'd get calls all the time like this is going on that's going on whereas now I'm kind of like ooh, and my dad's like involved there too so I can't exactly be like dad mom's saying this because he's like well from the business perspective so um yeah no it's definitely interesting but it's exciting because it lets you push things a lot further so how do you keep the boundary of okay, we it's done talking about work talk. So like, yeah. you know, because then when you hang out with them, like how do you make sure it, just, oh, it doesn't always become about like projection statistics or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. no. The cows. The, the cows. I was gonna, I was like obsessing over these like little uh, cow, like uh, what are they called? Cup, coasters. coasters, yeah. Shout out Marcella. She uh, gave she, them to me. Oh my God, shout out Marcella. I love <laughs> them. Um, yeah, it's, it's because it's definitely still a work in progress so when I like because sometimes I hear people be asked this question and I'm like oh my god stunning they're like I put my phone down after eight or like (laughs) you know me and my husband say this or whatever and I'm like yeah we're not there yet (laughs) but it is kind of new and it is it genuinely is like such a passion project like 90% of the time when I'm talking to them about it and it could be like midnight or whatever it's because I'm like all these really exciting things happened today and like you want to talk about them because like they're such like I don't know highlights of your day and yeah. and I'm very much like a like my friends are always like you know you have a great social life and stuff but like we know that you're just like oh, kind of always on the clock and that's just how I am and I kind of you know I like really enjoy work and I've always really enjoyed like the things that I run and I do so like that's just how the cookie crumbles when you enjoy it mm-hmm. but I think like for me we try and keep it like okay like in what capacity am I talking to you now? Like, yeah. are you talking to me as your daughter or are you talking to me as, like, an employee yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah. So, like, that's, for the most part, the only boundary at the moment. But, you know, like, to be fair, my mum, actually, I just have this, like, capacity to just, like, fully, like, work and forget to stop working. Yeah, and same. Yeah, yeah, no, and I can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, birds of a feather. Um, I think, too, as well, that you're your parents are people who get it or like Leland is someone mm-hmm. who gets it so you're yeah. just gonna more talk about comedy you're gonna more talk about work yeah see and that's the thing because you're also doing something that's like a passion project yeah. and, you know it's like something that you also are like just passionate about and actually it's so funny because one of the girls on the gal team I went for coffee with her the other day um she'll definitely be listening to this as well so she's gonna be <laughs> like oh my god Alana you're getting a shout out um she was like I'm so fascinated by like my friends who don't have nine to fives because mm-hmm. like what is your day and I'm like yeah if I broke down like an average day or week in the life like same with you like y- your friends just really have to like get it and be yeah. okay with it and your family because if they weren't like if your support network wasn't and they just didn't understand it like there'd be like sure yeah. look I'd never yeah I've had someone judge me before for saying like I'd say like oh when I get up uh you know okay yeah. d- a couple of judgments first will be like yeah I don't usually wake up till 11 yeah. oh my god that's crazy and it's like yes yeah, sorry you're in bed by 8 p.m don't like we're on you different work lifestyle. yeah you work I'm like, into like the... two or three yeah. in the morning 
Um, and then other judgment was I'll say like, oh, I'll get up and I watch TV and have a cup of tea and breakfast. But I watch TV straight away. Yeah. And people were like, that's crazy. And it's like, not really, because I'm going to be working all night. Mm-hmm. So like you get to come home and watch TV. Uh, and then I'm like editing clips while I do it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm emailing while I'm doing it. Yeah. So the TV's on in the background or like I pause it and then be like, OK, I can watch the last 20 minutes if I get yeah. this done. So it's kind of a reward system as well. But I don't get to come home and or if I do, I'm going to be up even later. So it's like yeah. I, I still need that um, wind down time. Yeah, <laughs> no, 100 percent. And I think it's like it's funny because that's another part of me that I feel like maybe I almost when I was at home, like people did have that image of me of like, oh, my God, Ruth's gas. Like she works all the time. She doesn't sleep. She's this, she's that. And it's kind of like, yeah, but I didn't really like own it over there because it was more just like I was running to keep up with like this image of like the tens of different people I was. Whereas over here, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, like I do, like I, I've just really like, you know, you know who your real friends are when they really accept it and they kind of actually love it. Like, yeah. do you know when they say like, oh, like <clears throat> when you're in love with someone or whatever, what you really kind of, you know, because it's even the things about them that like you hate you like yeah. you love and because like, don't uh, get the ick you just yeah even though if like oh my god the ick my yeah. favorite my favorite topic of conversation yeah. um yeah and it's kind of like that where it's like my sisters and me are always like we like I remember one day I was playing a game with like my sister Laura and it must have been like high the lockdown we must have been bored and she was like okay like stop we had just like done a list of like our icks so she was like if you were a guy like what would your ick be for you and I was like oh my god I was like just the way I work in general would literally be like girl what are you doing but you know I just love like that my friends just find it so funny and they like love swatting in around it like so um and like vice versa like I'm I love like anybody with like a crazy or like a nine to five I'm also like so back that so yeah I'm like you get up at seven that's fair play I'm not I like love- judging I'm no, impressed yeah. I'm impressed yeah yeah, oh my yeah. God, I would ki- like you know I was about to say I would ki- but it's like <laughs> suicide prevention day it was the other day so I shouldn't okay. say that but I mean I genuinely would be I find that my mental health mm-hmm. I f- if I wake up early I feel like really depressed but my brain is just better suited I, I need yeah. those but then again I guess it's just because I need those eight hours to sleep then I That's don't feel depressed yeah and I can't sleep even if I've like when I've had days off and I've been I've tried to go to bed at 12 o'clock I just can't go to sleep before yeah. three yeah my brain's just not made that way so if I had a nine to five I would literally be depressed and that's something for people to think about as well if you find that you can't sleep during the night and you've tried everything and people are like maybe yeah. change your job actually that is go to such a job a that's good. like 12 to 8 or if I, you can or yeah. I don't know I just think it, this whole 9 to 5 isn't for everybody and 100% you know, and I actually like really like that's like really interesting because I feel like say I'm like just out of like I just finished in university like I've got my grad on the 23rd of November um and amazing 23rd yeah, November 23rd of November Mine was the 23rd of November no and then I couldn't you leave I couldn't use my visa because it was graduate visa yeah so I came to America on the 24th of November oh my god yeah. no way oh my god straight after yeah. story. okay but sorry go ahead yeah no sorry so I'm like you know about to graduate and um like I think that there's such a mentality of gotta get my training contract gotta get my office job gotta and then a lot of people with those jobs like a lot of friends of mine with those jobs are like oh my god I'm so like 
jealous or I'm so upset that I'm stuck in Dublin. Like half of them actually genuinely like that is the job for them because they love the nine to five life. Half of them genuinely could do with, you know, a job a bit more like mine or yours or something. And it's like time to I feel like we all kind of just like idealize what each other do and like you know there's a very kind of like set way of living life or there's like a thing that people are like oh that's so cool or I could never it's like actually maybe like the nine to five isn't for you maybe Mm. or maybe the nine to five like maybe my job would kill you maybe (laughs) it would literally kill you yeah also having an office job if you were happy with that amazing Uh, you don't need to have a passion either if you're like I just work nine to five I play my sport on the weekend or go to brunch the girls yeah yeah. I watch my shows fucking once you whatever you once you're doing whatever's making you happy no one else because like if i got i love my dad is like of course really supportive yeah uh extremely supportive but he's still when he didn't really know where comedy was going he was always like well i just think he'd be great manager of a job (laughs) or of a bar and it was always just suggestions but if i were like to want to have just pleased him maybe i would have leaned into that but i was like no you know i want to figure this out and even he said you're very much like that your personality is very like wing it and kind of go with it and there's no I don't really worry about like I I can live very minimalist so the kind of like taking the risk with comedy was was fine in in, in that regard because you're not really sure if it's going to pay off but um but for people listening if you choose to just go with what your family or what society or whatever if you're doing it for someone else, then it's n- probably not going to make you happy. But if you yeah. if you if you also agree with them and you're like, yeah, I'd be a fucking, I would. L- that's a great suggestion. I would love to be a manager. Whatever. Yeah. No, and even a manager of a bar isn't as um. It's it's not like uh. What's the word? It it can be as risky as nearly comedy. So it's so funny. It's not like he was like join the guards or yeah. whatever. <laughs> he no, was just 100%. looking at my personality and being like you're very sociable and very hardworking. Yeah. And I mean, in a different life, yeah, that would have been a great job. But um, yeah. But no, I was like, I know, I kind of know what I want to do. Yeah. And the college thing is, I mean, my friend were just talking about that. Uh, you don't really need to go to college anymore. I'm no. really glad I did. Yeah. Same. And I'm yeah. not using my degree. It was the best thing I ever did. I, yeah. I met amazing people. Yeah long-term friends got to expl- got it was the first time I could pay attention oh that's so interesting because you were like you enjoyed what you were yeah not yeah. in the art history I would always fall asleep in art history class automatically okay. yeah yeah just I just I, I can't pay attention when people are given like monologue it's very relaxing I fall asleep okay. and I couldn't pay attention to a lot of school stuff but because it was creative it was with your hands mm-hmm. it was like like thinking about projects they did a lot yeah. of like these conceptual projects um and then like you know doing exhibitions and then what was the other one? Oh, and then there was one lecture that i wouldn't fall asleep mm-hmm. but it was like about visual culture and i found it really interesting and i was like uh, oh like i can pay attention yeah. if i like it or if it's physical yeah and you know then it led me to comedy but uh yeah, uh, yeah i think um you can if you go to the right like with college as well if it's it, it could be the right you might not use the degree but yeah. it could still but also you don't have to go like you know where people are just like i'm just gonna get like a business degree and i'm like okay cool you want to do business and you're like i don't know i don't know yeah well, you know, can just think about I it know. take a year think about it yeah take a year i think like taking a year you know like don't you don't just like have to kind of follow like the beaten down path uh, one thing i will say though like i did law and politics in trinity and now i'm doing this so i'm yeah. like i think degrees you did are, law and politics i did law and politics so God. Cool. i know it's do like, you know about all the politics 
in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, all of it. I can solve world peace right now. Um, yeah, it's actually so funny. I did do politics and like, I don't know why people in America think that we don't know anything about their politics. Yeah. Like, would I be like, say, they could they meet people like me and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know about Roe versus Wade. That's about it. No, but they wouldn't even think, like I've met people before who are like, wait, how do you know who our president is and stuff? And I'm like, are, what? Yeah, Matt, he's our best reality show. What are you talking about? <laughs> even Joe now. I'm like, Joe's from Ireland, guys. Yeah, yeah. Joe's from Ireland. Trump, Trump was good TV. And oh Joe's God, not Joe's not bad TV either. He said, he, he said, God bless the Queen in oh England. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> but like, I guess that's okay to say. Maybe he was yeah. thinking like, oh, I'm sure they still say it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, imagine in England they say God bless the King there. Yeah, I would have thought because like their national anthem changes to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I do. It was a sleepy Joe thing. Okay, it was a sleepy Joe. I, do you know what? I, I'm in London next week. I'll, uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> Yeah, you can yeah, ask. I'm um, yeah. The I big work. questions. Yeah, the big questions. I'm like, so how do you guys um, just say that now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Trump said Ireland, was Republic Ireland, was part of the when he was in the Republic oh, he Ireland. Was part of the UK. Yeah, he said so nice to be in the UK. Oh my god, I just. Do you know what? I never know whether I'm mixing up what Trump said with like the SNL things. Like I actually with the memes. Tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, fuck SNL after their hacky Irish are <laughs> alcoholics. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, okay, you, you're gonna do this. I haven't actually seen it, so I'm like, I'm trump- totally jumping, <laughs> up, jumping on the brow. I saw like two seconds of it and I turned it off. So like, if you're gonna like try to attack our national treasure, Colin Farrell, <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> the man. And he's and he is a recovered alcoholic. I yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just it's punching down. And it's yeah. also like, you've done it a million times with the Irish skit. Like, yeah. think of something a bit more original. Yeah, I actually also genuinely, like being an Irish person, working in the drinks industry over here, the amount of like people who are Irish or like, you know, work in the industry or whatever, who are very like, you know, they'd love a glass of cool swan because it's very like after dinner kind yeah. of vibes, you know, but they're not out to get like hammered like if anything it's that american college culture of like drinking games and then we drink at the club and then i'm like i've never like pubs at home don't open that early liquor stores at home are not open that early and they close early and they close early these people are like knocking back shots until 5 a.m and we can't god bless well the lord made sunday so (laughs) naturally Um, Uh, no they drink more here and they throw shade and as a bar when i was bartending they were drinking early they were drinking shots oh yeah i forgot you're a bartender and the shots are three sizes or at least Mm. two and a half more than what ours are because ours is four yeah and then whiskey here is like nearly three. They say it's mm. two ounces, but it's basically three ounces with a free pour. So you're just hammered after one glass. Yeah. But I, I you know what I'm going to find interesting with Cool Swan? I yeah. Because I don't eat dairy over here. Yeah. It makes me sick. Mm. Um, But I think Cool Swan will be fine for me because dairy at home is fine. See, that, so this is the thing. Is like, <laughs> Am I just going to get everybody it? sick? <laughs> <laughs> this is basically <laughs> dairy free because it's Irish dairy. No, literally. Irish dairy is better. Like we have the Kerrygold butter and I'm fine with it. I know. Like honestly, I say that to, and actually that's like, a number one kind of review that I get back all the time over here is like people are like, I don't really do dairy. And I'm like, I don't do American dairy yeah. and I don't I mean there's no hormones in this there's no antibiotics in this honestly literally. I've been you know I've been feeling a bit I have a UTI right now oh, no. I'm like should I go buy a pint of milk <laughs> to <laughs> get my free a, antibiotics just drink a cool swan girl you'd be no because there's no yeah. cool swan there's no antibiotics in it in it sorry oh my god sorry I should, get the, oh, I, should, I should get the American milk <laughs> instead of having to get antibiotics the antibiotics <laughs> thing only clicked with me today because I was like oh yeah there's hormones in the dairy and then I was reading something and I was like oh my god yeah, they give them like the meds and everything and it's not like yeah the ca- the cows coming from your cool swan or they're literally the, probably the cows like when I'm walking home and like where my family live now in Lamford like 
the, and yeah. the cows come and greet you yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly though and they're eating like irish grass and i feel so bad for them i don't want to eat them when i see them like that because they they're like playful they come up they're like <laughs> mooing and you're walking down the road basically saying hello they're just lovely but you, is your dad just dairy uh, yeah we're just dairy you, you yeah, we, the meat. uh no we don't do steak we just do the steak. oh so we that's just so do nice. dairy yeah so it's nice them. yeah well it's do they yeah. do cheese or no it all and actually like dad's like obviously fully involved in like the business now but um like his brothers and all have farms and no it just all goes to like lakeland dairies and oh, get the, yeah lakelands and granard yeah yeah i think so aren't they that's yeah. where my family no way we're literally like like a f- two minute drive down you'll there. be grand on this milk then girl because you know yeah, where it's yeah. coming from <laughs> yeah. no but honestly it's so funny because like over <laughs> here i'm literally like this is it's Irish dairy, yeah. which is like, and in a lot of, I think uh, some cream liqueurs actually also don't use like a full, like a, a cream. Like, I don't know if they actually use yeah. like Irish cream because it's so funny when you like actually read the ingredients of things that you're eating or drinking, you're like, hmm, that is not what I, yeah. that's not what it sounds like. Um, but this is literally like Irish cream, single malt Irish whiskey, white Belgian chocolate, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of cocoa. Belgian that's chocolate, it. vanilla and cocoa. Yeah, yeah. This so is it's like, like a treat. Oh, listen, listen. Um, a bit of that over I the wish ice. I didn't have the show because uh, Ruth was like, oh, I'll bring some, we'll have it over ice. But all, well, also yeah, as yeah. well, um, yeah, I never, I don't even have a drop of drink before, especially if I'm emceeing. Yeah, you're um, dead right, yeah. Because I get like, uh, I get like a, what is the word? <laughs> like, uh, there's a special word for it in old Irish country men say it, like a, oh, like a taste of, you know, like when I have oh, one, yeah, like I'm kind of then. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah, so I don't even like night. having brunch or, I don't have drinks when I brunch or anything because, actually, yeah. yeah, and I could like limit myself to one a night, mm. but I'll still have the, I don't want the whole day being like, oh, I'd love another one. Like I, yeah. I have the capacity to be an alcoholic. <laughs> Like a hundred percent, and I, I'm, I mean, like, and that's not to dismiss addiction at all because I no. can't even imagine. But there was al- alcoholics in my family, and okay. I do get that, you know. And yeah. I and I did have to limit. I had to get very strict at one point and start limiting myself because I would just get such a buzz about it. So I could, I could really see how you can lean into it. Yeah, and I'm not here also not pushing that as an Irish stereotype. You know, so like it's I was just a thing. I was it's, talking to yeah. my friend and I was like, it's so annoying. Like we're not all alcoholics, and then. I was like well at the same time like they're literally my great uncle was like an alcoholic <laughs> but like you know I, I can just see how you could just be like uh, yeah how you could lean on it or how you could and mm. I, I'm, I, I'm sure there, there should be a different word for that because I don't feel like yeah. that's alcoholism maybe that's more like a lean or crutch use it as a crutch using it do you know what it, actually that's another like that's another thing that I was like over here like genuinely hand on heart over here I would like I drink a I'd have like cool swan cocktails and stuff of a night out. Like I love as well. It's very like, you know, you can have like one kind of like I love it as a dessert cocktail or like a little tipple after dinner or something. But like it's not the kind of thing that you're like knocking back. And I do feel like, well, I don't like some people, obviously, um, it just depends how you like drink. But I would find that there's cocktails where you have one and then you're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, like I need another. And, you know, and then there's kind of like different drinks that like I always think me and the girls like since college it's like okay like maybe like seltzers or like dessert cocktails or something because it's and it's not you're right it's not like a dependency it's more just like that we're used to socializing that way you get oh yeah too I get a bit of a craving too yeah same way if I have like a sweet 
See, that's the thing, actually. If you had, like, one... And, like, why does that not happen to us with, like, random... Vegetables. Yeah. No fucking crazy. Guys, somebody, like, uh, hypnotise me. I know. I've been to the, like, the three last annuals with the doctor and the same results back are, like, eat veg. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm such a... I was an Irish dancer who said, like, my my friends are, like, you're a health freak. And I'm, like, I think I just, like... Was put. Well, I was on such a good plan for ages, and I'm like, mm. now I just like love those. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what's great too, Guinness. Mm. I know it's different for men because they can just, but I find I can't drink more than three Guinness, and it's and really, it's, 4%. it's super slow. I drink yeah, it really I slow. Really yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. wait, so you were because uh, we have about ten minutes left, but let's let's quickly talk about Irish oh, let's dancing. Let's talk about Irish dancing. You know, I saw this. Um, Irish girl and again I'm gonna have to find all these girls TikToks and put them in the fucking description because I feel like I'm like quoting them and I don't know their names we don't want any copyright here we've yeah. got well, just, yeah, plagiarism or whatever uh, I just followed her but she had someone had wrote on it and this is Americans too they say these statements knowing nothing yeah and she the American person wrote um yeah, well, you've no culture, and I know that they, they like to say that about like white people in America and stuff like that, and and the compa- and I understand where there's a hit, but like, yeah, but yeah. saying it's someone who's from Ireland, and yeah. so she she did this video about how like uh, our language, our sports, and our sports are played some places in the world, but predominantly Ireland, yeah. And they're so unique between oh my god, yeah, like, between all the Gaelic sports. You guys can look it up between hurling, mm-hmm, football, mm-hmm. Um, rounders. Yeah, baseball comes from rounders. Yeah. Rugby comes from Gaelic football because yeah, there's an Irish like... guy in England picked up the ball and started running with it. Do you know how Aussie so rules? Like, guys, we are literally yeah. we are the genesis of all of these. Okay, things. no fucking credit. <laughs> Hurling is hockey, but like I said in my joke, we're just not pussies. We have a big scary yeah, stick, a big ho- wooden stick that'll kill you. Halloween is an Irish like comes from Sawan. Guys, come um, on. <laughs> uh, and literally the pumpkins were from um, them putting lanterns. It was originally turnips. Yeah. Yes, yes, and then yes. the Irish Americans when they came over started using and pumpkins literally yeah. no so i'm yeah and like, oh and well yeah. really quickly just so anyone we have a language we i just showed oh yeah language. and yeah. then uh <laughs> our, we have our own folklore yeah and uh what else and our uh oh and our own music too mm-hmm. uh and our own musical instruments and stuff like that mm. no and you were gonna say well what i was gonna yeah i love it <laughs> you're like must get them all in. no you're right and i what i actually love is that like part of my job i'm literally here i'm like board falcher like give me a Give me a give me a job as well because part of my job is literally I feel like re-educating people slightly on like Ireland and like mm-hmm. I really love that's why because I actually came across you because I was like you know I, the Dead Rabbit like were one of the first guys to kind of support us in New York and then so I was just like on a binge of like the Dead Rabbits um Instagram and then came across that's deadly and mm-hmm. like came across you but like I think that there's this misconception about like. Oh, well people who just think we don't have a culture are like wrong or who are like oh Ireland like drink and fight and all that I'm like no Cool Swan is all about like fresh Irish yeah. like that it, like what the, the dead cows. rabbit pitch yeah where it's like do you the know Irish what Irish cows and the and grass like, the green grass the rainy grass oh my god but even more for us it's like you know not like step dancing kind of like river dance you know like the where tradition meets tomorrow that's the dead rabbit slogan but like it kind of it does tie into like fresh Irish as well where it's like we're actually such a well-educated nation like we you know like even look at us here like making our way and like doing all these like different stuff in different countries same-sex marriage yeah all came first in ireland it's becoming a very diverse country as well 100 specifically dublin we've got like like for cool swan it's really like you know young professionals like are really Mm. like the ones who i think like tesco did like a profile on our customer and they're like oh my god it's like young 20s early 30s which is like unheard of for creams but that's because you know what this is is more 
that fresh Irish vibe where it's like, well, actually, like all these massive tech companies, they have their HQ here. You know, like we have like, yeah, trap music, but like you're like our gap players, but it's like cool. They're all young. It's all very happening. It's yeah. not like all these kind of like pish oaks of old or like all these it's kind of hard sometimes to explain it to someone who's not Irish except that you're like well look at me like do you know what I mean and I have red hair and all but Mm. I'm like I'm not the even when I was Irish dancing like there's you kind of would sometimes you know end up the gal halls and be like Mm. in the old kind of like it would feel like oldie worldy Ireland but like oh my god if you go to like an international Irish dancing competition like this is like big stakes like our culture is unique in that it's so like embedded in like look at St. Patrick's Day yeah like sorry who else has like a national holiday that is like celebrated more outside of Ireland than it is like in Ireland yeah so it's like that vibe of kind of trying to be like no guys hang on like Ireland's not like we we we've such like a rich culture and like rich history and like you know our literature our literature our no yeah WB8 that's where the name for cool swan comes from yeah the wild swans are cool but WB8 we have a lot and like a lot of really cool people in history like badass people and and we've had like you know you know like uh colonization and then came mm-hmm. out of that and mm-hmm. then a depression and then came out of that and, and then yeah. a recession and came out of, came that, out of that, and, that yeah yeah and then <laughs> yeah. like started to get rights and i yeah. mean and they and they advocates for other countries as well yeah um, yeah i feel like it does stand up where that's not usually the cool thing to do like yeah i mean it's co- it is cool but i mean when you're the only country standing up for like i you know when you see some of these like political clips and i'm like mm. yeah go ireland you're saying the right things yeah <laughs> no we're really like and what i always think as well about ireland is i love that it's like so small because you don't actually ever feel that removed from like the top yeah. dogs like do you know what I mean like realistically like we all have like a TD who knows the Taoiseach but yeah. like over here like your local politicians hardly are like having coffee with yeah. like the one percent I didn't even I've never when I lived when I lived in Greenwich yeah. when I was waitressing I've never met people as rich like that yeah and I like even mm-hmm. with like let's say you saying like uh D4 or like yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Rock, that's as rich as it got that's not yeah. even like that rich and no. you're, you're you're in college with these people you're Li- not there's literally. no separation no and then there's more yeah. access to cheap like education yeah, yeah it seems more socialist and i don't know if ireland would even say that but compared yeah. to america like the access to healthcare. but then yeah. on the other side i'm sure at home there's like well we need better access to mental health care we need but they would say that's that true. here as well they would See, say that here too that might be just thing. a thing in the world that we need to yeah i always think like especially like now having been away i'm like the thing about ireland is like it's not like that you know everybody like has their gripes but like nowhere's perfect nowhere's perfect but you come here and you're like you're only most people there's resources there that like you can only really fall so far whereas like when i came over here i was like whoa like you could be flying high and then like it's isn't that you can hit the real rock bottom real (sighs) rock bottom here though you're just seeing people you see in this, so m- when my friend was visiting, I pointed out how like you can see the wealth discrepancy yeah. on yes, one yeah, street. Yeah. Oh, so you have like there was this this one street on one side. It's like the richest apartments ever seen. And on the other side was um, I don't know what the house is for people like who are who are who don't have a home, but yeah. are but are coming through. It wasn't like a like a rehab place, but it was like a. It was definitely like a what did they call it? Like halfway it house kind of thing. Kind of like a halfway house or something like that. Something like, like a that, yeah. like a I forget the word for yeah. where 
I'm also like nervous to say, I guess in America they say unhoused now, which I think is like more offensive, but I'm not yeah, unhoused. unhoused. I'm, well, I am. I have an apartment. But yeah. <laughs> you're but like, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very lucky. Yeah. But yeah, here it's like, they like, they like to say that. Um, but I, I, I find though in America, they like to say words to absolve their guilt. So they like mm. to use like, oh, oh I don't, I'm not going to say homeless. Um, I'll say unhoused, like I'm a good person. And I'm kind of like, honestly right like whatever but yeah. are you also doing the other side like are yeah. you if you have money are you helping are you trying to make your community better yeah and i find that it can be quite an american thing too yeah. and i i don't know maybe listeners will say they find found it in other places as well but my observation has been that people will you know post about all the good things they're doing and not do it they they nearly want to look and they want to thank you yeah like oh look i say this word i'm such a good person and yeah. it's like well are you following up with the actions yeah oh you said that how dare you and like if, okay like if someone says like oh yeah no this they're like i bumped into a homeless person they're getting mad but you don't know maybe that person is actually like in the community like you know i sometimes i'm like words are a bit i also mm. can't imagine any homeless person or unhoused whatever has stood up and said this is what like but, this but then is I, what i but then I don't know because yeah. they don't have a lot of advocates. I'm just started listening the to thing. the Blind Boy episode with okay. um, oh, I don't know her name, but she was talking about poverty and she wrote oh. that book Poor. But okay. I, I I'm interested to see at the end. I don't think she was ever unhoused, but uh, she just grew up in poverty. But okay. I, I found that as a as a recommendation. I've only gone halfway through. Those episodes are fucking long. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> so I have to pause it. I've got to live like, life. <laughs> Blind Boy just be talking for 15 minutes. Like, of you're like I'm watching it in segments. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on. I'm about to go on to episode two. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, I think um, someone like I don't think she's ever. But like she seems to be a great spokeswoman for growing up in poverty. And yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. It's just anyway. That was a little rant about like give people a bit of a break when they're yeah, using when they their use the wrong yeah. words. No, yeah. I actually yeah. That's like a thing that like also just like well, I don't know. I don't really feel like because I kind of came through the era of like culture cancel culture in college. Yeah, because how old but, are you? Yeah, Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, You're a baby. Oh my I'm god, I'm so 21. old. <laughs> Um, but keep talking I'm just gonna check my phone yeah no like I came through that like era of cancel culture in college which like I guess like the one thing for me I remember was we were always like oh my god because like I was I mentioned the the law society's getting a good plug out of me here today (laughs) (laughs) Trinity's law society um they I remember like when I was the secretary and like organizing speakers we were like you know, you'd, you'd sweat it so much whether, like, has this person ever done anything that anyone could find offensive? And it's like, even if they have, I feel like the mentality now is, even if they have, aren't you better having them in and then challenge them on it and let students who were offended come in and kind of oh, air yeah, it? because they didn't want, there was some guy, I Nigel remember. Farage, there was yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and what was it he did again? He said well, some, like, anti-Muslim stuff, right? Nigel Farage, I guess, yeah, like UKIP's like very anti-immigrant and stuff, isn't it? So Jesus. they, yeah. So I, one of the one of the societies was having him in to talk, and um, no, look, I could be talking. All I know is that I remember basically there was such a like backlash against him and then everyone was kind of like oh we better not invite anybody who could be in any way controversial which sometimes with politicians even the most inspiring ones is hard because there's always going to be people who vote against them so it's like uh. and are people having debates with them or no like they come in for like a talk so it'd kind of be like a yeah. Q&A and you'd be and like then oh. you can debate it after you can yeah because like we had in an Irish senator who to be fair somebody in the crowd afterwards had like a very kind of like cutting question for him but like 
he handled it so well answered yeah. it so eloquently and then by the end like him and the student were kind of like going back and forth on the issue but like understanding each other's points of view which like there's something to be said for that's what college is about now like I actually don't know I don't even think I was in Trinity when the Farage thing happened but I remember last year one of the societies had Jeremy Corbyn and we were all like oh my god how are you having Corbyn like and who's he again I know. he is he was the head of labor in the UK but like got like ra- he got in trouble for like saying different things anyway I'm always like allegedly yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah. I mean it's just the bottom is most a lot of these people are horrible <laughs> but, and the, but the bottom line is like yeah there's like all that cancel culture and like I guess I survived that era in college but I think that sometimes like I think that people think it's worse than it is in our age group maybe now I could just be speaking like it, I could be totally wrong but like I don't like really feel like I go around my whole day being like oh my god I can't say that but there yeah. is that mentality where like I'd have people come to me and be like but I guess you guys don't say that anymore these days and I'd be like oh my god no, oh, no like, that's, that's kind of dismissive too I think Gen, yeah. uh, you're Gen Z are you? Gen yeah probably I think age. Gen Z are going to change the world because you were the first people who were like we don't have to work 70 hours a week and I was like what? Yeah. no one told me <laughs> I'm breaking my arse here and then I'm like actually well, also for what? I don't need yeah. I was nesting away my money like a fucking squirrel. Like, because that's the way, like, my dad's generation was, mm. like, it, it affected from his parents' generation. You know, my dad, they lived in the in the 80s, early 90s, where they yeah. didn't have anything. And yeah. everybody left. Yeah. They were so poor. And then, so, even if we grew up in a better island, I felt that mentality, like, be careful, save your money. Especially yeah. go to America, you're in America, work hard, you know, be careful. Nope, and then, you know, you just so had true. that. And then after the pandemic and, like, Gen Z or just, like, live in life, they're like, no, I, I won't. I will take a break. I, I can say I should take a break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely an element of, like, for me anyway I'm big on just like you know like lean into it and like that's the thing is there was well I know mum always is kind of saying that there was she feels that in her generation there was a bit like be cautious like she had done like a degree in accountancy and like really didn't like was Mm -hmm. too afraid to kind of leave Ireland so like did you know stayed and trained as an accountant and has found her way to this so it was like you know happy story in the end but like for me like I realised that I'm like the global brand director for a brand at 21 um but, you know, people actually take you seriously. Because I feel like our generation's very, like, well, like, there's, you know, teenagers who have, like, full empires. So, yeah. like, oh, what yeah. do, you, do you know what I mean? It's a 10-year-old who has, like, a YouTube, like, empire. Yeah, and <laughs> is, like, probably running, like, some element of the stocks market. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's definitely, there, I feel like there was a pecking order. Yeah. And I feel like it maybe doesn't apply to us anymore. Yeah. We're just very, like, oh. Um, really quickly before you go yeah. tell us a bit about the Irish dancing world oh my god sorry we were yeah <laughs> the Irish dancing world I was an Irish dancer and do you know what I started so late I started when I was like 10 or 12 but I yeah I was an Irish dancer right up until my leaving cert like won the Leinsters was going on to the All-Irelands and I I was like very serious about it I had like mm-hmm. a PT I like trained every single day I had like loads of I'd like was a class like three times a week competitions like all on the weekends would get up in the morning like do my stretches do my skipping come home do all my dancing before yeah. school work and I was like you know like school was like, really important to me then like as time went on so it's kind of funny looking back because I'm like whoa um the determination yeah. um but yeah in the end I like kind of let it go just for college and stuff um and it's one of those things like you're so fit when you're doing it it's really hard to just yeah. pick it back up as a hobby but um no it's just one of those things that like it's so unique it's such a 
beautiful art form it genuinely is a sport like people who'd be like to me it's not a sport I'm like I'm training twice yeah, as it's hard a sport. oh my dancing god dancing is a sport it's such a sport like, and, and Irish dancing is just so you know you have a soft shoe component you have a hard shoe component so there's kind of like the grace element and like a really rhythmic like yeah. and people know this because like I think River Dance did a lot in terms of like educating people about Irish dancing but the competition side of it is so crazy because, you know, you've got, like, wigs and you've got your dresses mm-hmm. and, like, the makeup and tan. I understand. Okay, mm-hmm. I, okay, so the tan is for the lighting. Tan is for the lighting and makeup's for the lighting. And makeup's for the lighting. And then the dresses are very Celtic, so I understand Super that. Super Celtic, yeah. Just Why the wigs? The wigs? I never are, understood the wigs. Yeah, and they're everybody, that's everybody's question. And my mum used to always be like, because, like, I've red hair. Um, another reason that I'm, like, bored falcha. I'm, like, a walking out over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so you know my mum would always be like god like I gave you the red hair and all now you're covering it up with a wig and my my wig was like red haired but I think it really kind of stems from the fact that girls always had to have their hair curled which used to involve like sleeping in curlers and different things oh so it was just easier do you know what even though they're sore and they're heavy but (laughs) it was easier than like sleeping in curlers and you know you could wear by the time I was finishing I was wearing what they called a bun wig which was like literally just like kind of a curly bun that you like clipped on the top um and it does sound mad to people but one thing I will say is like it's the way like when actors put on costumes they're like okay I'm good to go like when I would put on the, all the gear, I'd be like, okay, different world. Yeah. I can get up on this stage and I can kind of, you know, go and do my and bit. I sent a couple of videos to friends of Riverdance clips and I yeah. was like, this is like super hot. And they were like, you're so repressed that you think this is a sexy dance. Mm. But I thought some of it, do you know yeah. what it is? Because sexy dances nowadays are, mm. and they are sexy, like twerking and, and yeah. like, oh, and like when you see Latin, very passionate and like really, but I think because it's so they're so separate that when they come together it's steamier for me for me i'm just like it's so suggestive it's so suggestive it's and poetic it, no it literally is and i find that about irish culture in general like i love like the irish language is so like rich it's so yeah. beautiful like irish dancing is very that's it like you know we're all used to like twerking and like doing yeah. whatever but uh, what i love as well about ireland and like this whole like fresh irish thing is it's almost like like even when i'm talking about it i feel like i start whispering a little bit yeah because it Ooh, is almost have a cool swan like, while yeah, we drink. look at each other but don't tell each other our feelings <laughs> exactly and we'll have like a good distance between us <laughs> and we'll sip on this like real like everyday yeah. little luxury uh-huh. and just you know we'll like watch a little bit of river dance and go to the dead rabbit yeah. and attend that's deadly and yeah but it's just very like it's i don't know what it is it, it, it like literally that's what it is it's like a sexy version of Ireland these days you know it's not like yeah. neck and back Guinnesses anymore it's a glass of cool swan yeah, and a no more Guinness and, yeah. <laughs> I, I love I think I'm very much even in like shows and mm. when I'm even when I'm trying to write my own pilot pilot I'm always like I like the absence of dialogue you know I like yeah. what's not said and I think that's very Irish yes. a lot of, is we're very we're able to talk with our eyes you know especially with Irish people so you're just true. the look and you so know true. or the facial expression yeah you could just say a couple of words that means a f- like even yeah. the way my dad would be talking to my uncle and he'd be like yeah sure look and he'd be like oh sure you know you know how it is they've said like a whole paragraph in those two sentences <laughs> that is actually and you know what i'd never articulated that before and that is so unbelievably true and i love being over here like working with fellow Irish people because it's so fun I could like literally come into the bar and I'm just like eyeball like someone yeah. and I'll be like yeah so it's like single malt Irish whiskey white Belgian chocolate and cream and then they just like n- I don't know they just yeah. like absorb like a full pitch out of yeah, that it's just like yes. by the way of like looking at each other we just kind of yeah. communicate 
it's like it's that Seamus Heaney line of like the cleaning the unsaid off the palpable and I'm always like that is what it feels like to talk to it's what cleaning the cleaning the unsaid off the palpable oh my god I love that that to me is talking to Irish people (laughs) you don't need words Tommy Tiernan had a bit about how he said he says um, he says fuck a lot but it's Mm. because uh, he's speaking in a foreign tongue and (laughs) it doesn't the English language doesn't get to let him express himself but you know what I I, I was thinking about this already a different version of of this but then i saw this recently when i was just looking up i was looking up uh irish comics because i thought of a different bit and i thought yeah. there's no way no one could have thought about that before so i was having like a binge on okay like, but anyway i haven't found <laughs> it yet so i think i'm the first person to think of this certain joke but okay. um, we'll see but uh <laughs> but what i will had been thinking about already before i saw this was how i think this is my theory that generational trauma or mm. whatever is the reason why irish people aren't good at communicating because yeah. we when when the irish learned english they learned it from irish yes and yeah. irish has another tense in it and that we can't use in the english language so yeah. we're not able to effectively express ourselves because literally our word the english words don't that's why we've they, all the slang yeah. and then they don't and then irish had so many they had like words for like excited and some like mixed yes. in like sometimes I'm like I'm trying to express myself but I don't have the word I don't for have it. the word yeah. and I'm because I live in a Gaeltuk like me and my sister oh, speak wow. Irish to each other and I actually think about that so often when I'm like saying something to them and I end up saying it in Irish because I'm like wait I actually I can't express this same thing and yeah. that's so interesting about the different tense yeah because that's probably like one of the places it comes from it's a tense that the only other people in America that speak it are actually black people because it's an AAV Af- African American vernacular AAV oh um, my God. yeah and I'm like a font of all knowledge I'm coming out well, of here I'm like I've got it all it's just because like, of TikTok but there's a black, okay. a black guy on TikTok and he was learning Irish okay. and he was like I've never heard of this tense before and he was like so it's an Irish but I think what That's happened insane. was it's probably when the Irish immigrants yeah. and were obviously closely because they were you know on the yeah. they're you know they'd come over to America they're probably hanging out with black people a lot more yeah. so that they could have learned uh, English via Irish speakers, yeah, or part of it. So yeah. that that might have been where it came from, or it's just it's just a coincidence, yeah. But it's the only other like uh, that 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 tense. That's What's that tense, tense called again? Uh, Are we talking about the Mokanee? Mokanee 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 yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say because you can't read the one like, that's like, like it would be, yeah. be doing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh my What's god. What's the no, be doing? Because then there's the there's a Mokanee Lock as well. What's I used that? to like literally give. Uh, I was gonna say because Mokanee Lock they have in like French and all because it's like oh like. Like, I would be, you know, but no, I know exactly what you're talking about. You were talking about the Sarah Breaker, I think. Oh, yeah. So where it's like, like, where it's like, I do be, is more like, yeah. I do be watching movies every night, but doesn't mean I'm watching a movie every night. Yes. It's like my essence. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, what is it? Because I, I used to teach Irish grands, like when I was in, I think it's like, Richter, like would that be a, like a gail goers are going to be like girl I, I, you're disgracing this but this guy there's going to be a list of tiktoks for this <laughs> but, um, put it all below crash before, course before yes. you go quickly will you say something yes. in irish for the listeners for the american listeners um, or quincha. non just non-irish oh sorry go ahead uh, yeah quincha um ruthie rawley's anam dum august vichy kujas gonna be a lair you i love it um kujas slang and fish slang of all and so what would you like to promote obviously cool yes. swan do you want to promote the instagram yeah um so go follow cool swan on instagram obviously um you know, everyone's like 
God. One of the guys in the office was like, hadn't met me because I was over here when he first started working. He was like, I saw this girl popping up again and again on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it was you in the end. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah. So uh, you'll also find me on there probably at some stage on the stories. Um, but yeah, Cool Swan on Instagram. Again, family owned, like Irish Cream Cure. And, you know, I'm going around the world um, developing the brand. So uh, any 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 big wins you see uh, coming across in the British or American markets, you can thank me. No. <laughs> but yeah, definitely grab a bottle and it's really we're going to be on a lot of cocktail menus in new york over christmas so nice. it's gonna be very exciting yeah i'll have to meet you for drinks somewhere definitely do you want <laughs> to uh, yeah do you want to plug your own instagram or yeah do yeah if you want to give me a follow on ruth um brady with three Y's, um because i kind of um i somebody said to me recently because the tagline's fresh irish and they were like what is fresh Irish? And my mum was like, oh, follow Ruth on Instagram. And I'm like, I don't want to be like the, you know, spearhead for that. But I think like, you know, anybody kind of our age is like probably kind of promoting that like new age Ireland. So yeah. if you want to know what that's all about and stuff, um, yeah, definitely give, give it a follow. Brilliant. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? No, just thank you so much for having oh, me. This was you. Me and Katie like literally met for coffee like a few weeks ago. Mm. You were like, do you want to come on the pod? And I was like... Yes, I do. I'm yeah, gonna have the chat. No, this was yeah, so, <laughs> so such, such a great guest. And then for the listeners, if you want to see the video, this will be on Patreon. I will get back back to putting the videos on YouTube. It's just gonna be like a month behind to encourage people to go to the Patreon. Patreon is forward slash the shift podcast. Pay what you like, and um, obviously the episodes go up there early. Uh, and then. Oh, you had mentioned That's Deadly, which is the Dead yeah. Rabbit comedy show. It's kind of exciting because um, next month uh, we will have uh, some Irish uh, comics flying in. So I'll, uh, before I post this, I'll just do a little exit and fill mm. you in on all of that and all the details. But on that, okay, love yous, bye. Mwah, bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.